Hello everyone, how are you? I hope you are well. I was going to be speaking about team related expenditure and that kind of thing, but I actually feel like with everything that's happening worldwide, both in the UK and overseas, it makes more sense today to speak about coronavirus, the effect on businesses and all those things. So this has been an extremely challenging couple of weeks for very, very many businesses and it becomes more and more challenging by the day. I've spoken to probably 30 business owners over the last week, perhaps more, and many are telling me that their revenue has just dried up completely, that it has completely stopped or that prospects have stopped scheduling calls, you know, contracts are not being renewed all those things. And that includes a wide variety of industries that I'm seeing that happening too. And it's very scary. It's a really scary time for business owners, which I completely understand. And it's scary for me too, as a business owner. I don't have all the answers at all. And, and, I, and I would love to, but I don't. And it's frightening, in all honesty. And there are a couple of things that I want to share with you today to try and help you through the effects, the effects of coronavirus on your business's health, health rather than your own personal health. One is that in this time, we need to be extra, extra clear on making sure there are no money leaks in our business, there are no financial leaks happening in our business, and making sure that there is no spending that is unnecessary. Okay, making sure that all spending is 100% necessary in our business to keep the lights on and making sure that the business is operating in the most lean way it possibly can okay and that there's no additional spending now there's some stuff that you will need to keep going and you will need to keep paying for that is normal that i mean that's how businesses operate that there are some fixed overheads there is some stuff that either contractually you need to keep going legally you need to keep going that you know you need to run your business. That is how it is. There's other things that you may be able to downgrade. For example, you might be able to look at pausing and renewing at some future point in time. And it's worth having all those conversations. It's worth speaking to people to see what they can do to support you during this time as well. Of course, everyone is going to be feeling the squeeze, but it's worth having those conversations as well, just to understand where you are. What you might also look at doing is doing some daily cash flow forecasting and actually looking to see what happens each and every single day in your business with cash, particularly cash going out, if you're not gonna have much cash coming in, if you expect that your revenue will decrease significantly, it's, it's even more important. But just understanding when payments go out, how much they are that's going out and actually modeling that out over the next three to six months on a daily basis and really getting to grips with that. If you have some revenue that you are getting on retainers, for example, you layer that in and then you can see what the impact is and see what you need to do in order to stabilize your business. Now, some people will require to put their business into a hibernation mode. You know, if you have a business that in reality, you will make no revenue or incredibly little revenue over the next few months, then you're probably going to need to hibernate your business. And that means really scaling back as many costs as you possibly can to keep the business going so that it, it doesn't you know go bankrupt or anything but scaling it really far back so that once this moves on and once we are over the worst of this you can resurrect it again a bit like a phoenix rising from the ashes but putting it into a hibernation state will involve being even more aware of the money leak situation and even more aware of the costs, making sure that there really is nothing other than those essential items to keep the business going over that period of time. Okay. Others of you will see this as an opportunity, an opportunity to pivot your business, perhaps to move things online that maybe you're offline at the moment. 
that is also something that I think everyone needs to be looking at is what opportunities are there currently? Because yes, I've spoken about getting costly and I've, get, I've spoken about hibernating the business, but for some businesses, there's also going to be potentially some positive things that they can pull out of this. Now, I want to be really clear here that profiting in a business and running a business for a profit and profiteering in a difficult time are very different things. Okay. So you are allowed to still run a business and make a profit. If you're able to, you are allowed to do that. That is not wrong in any way. Okay. What is wrong in my opinion is the profiteering side of things, the buying up all the hand soap and then selling it to people at 10 times the price that's profiteering. That's not okay. That's not cool because how we make our money is just as important as how much we make, if not more important, in fact, than how much we make. So, so that, that bit's not cool, but you are allowed to still offer people your services and your products. That's okay. You may need to change the messaging. You may need to be more sympathetic to people's situations, but you are still allowed to sell. That's completely fine. And if you have an opportunity to do that, if there are ways that are going to work for your business for you to sell during this time, then you absolutely should do that. You may need to move your offerings online. For example, I, um, I go to a dance class every Tuesday night and I've just received an email saying that classes are going to move online. That's a great idea. That's an absolutely great idea. This is something that traditionally you would always go to a studio to do. I've also seen people hosting birthday parties online with kind of princess parties and that kind of stuff, doing it online for children. I have seen other children's dance classes online. I've seen exercise classes moving online. I've seen lots of things that people are now moving online so that people can still benefit from them. They can still sell, they can still serve, and you can still keep your business going. So one big question that I have for you as well is, are there any opportunities in your business where you can make some slight changes and pivots so that you can still operate? Now, it might be that you move into products. It might be that you move out of products. It really depends on your marketplace. It depends on your current business. It depends on your current customer base, your current list, your current audience, all that kind of thing. What do they need right now? What do they need help and support with? that you can offer. And as I said, this is making a profit in a business. It's not profiteering. This is not what can I flog at the highest possible price to panic buyers. That's not what you're doing here. You are offering a solution to a problem they currently have. And that still stands even in this current climate. The thing is that the stuff that they need is probably going to be different. Okay. And that's important to recognize as well is the stuff they needed before may not be exactly what they need now. And it's important to recognize that and understand that and be and be open to that in your business as an option for people. So that's an important side of the revenue side. So we've spoken about the cost side, making sure they're as lean as they can be, the potential of hibernating your business, of basically putting it into a sleeping state for the next few months if you need to, if you are in a business where there's just no chance of revenue and quite frankly, you have no either energy or ability to give any different types of offerings, then that might be an option for you. Or you look at, okay, what are the opportunities here? You know, yes, we might not be able to do what we currently do, but these opportunities are also arising. Another thing I want you to have a think about is to examine your customer and client list at the moment. If you are, particularly if you are ongoing working with people, you've ongoing clients, ongoing customers, having a look and seeing which of them are at risk. 
which of them are highly at risk during this time because I really believe that in six months time business is going to be very very different to the way it is now businesses are not going to be run in the same way big or small if we don't get more government help than is currently being offered and things we are going to see a vast 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 number of businesses go under the only people that are going to be making money are the insolvency practitioners and and that would be incredibly sad because coming into this period of time these businesses were great businesses and they were profitable businesses and they were you know businesses that business owners were so passionate about and i don't want to lose them i want as many of those businesses to thrive through this as possible or at least survive through this as possible to thrive to come out the other end so that's what i want to try and help you guys to do over this next time period i want to try and support you as much as i possibly can to get there now, if you're currently a business with high levels of debt, if that debt is to HMRC, there is an HMRC helpline that you can call for coronavirus to extend payment plans and those kinds of things. I will put the details in a separate post in the group around that. If you're in the UK, that is an option to you. Now, some other countries have already cancelled tax payments, business rates, business rent, business utility bills, lots of other things to support businesses at the moment in the UK. The announcements so far have been that you may be able to get a grant from your local authority up to £3,000. That is local authority to local authority dependent. So you'd need to have a look on your own local authorities website for that. There are also the potential for loans from the British Business Bank. If you Google British Business Bank business interruption loan. So that's an option for people that has come about. I, last time I looked, which was yesterday, they didn't have the full application details on there yet, but that will be coming live, I'm sure, very soon if they haven't already done that today. So that is an option for people to think about. What I don't recommend is that people rush out and, you know, panic, get panic loans or payday lending or anything like that. If you are going to get financing through this, you need to think strategically about it. You need to be thought through and it needs to be planned out in the same way it would any other time. I don't recommend, as I say, going out and getting things like payday loans or anything like that. The rates are way too high and you have no idea when you'll be able to pay them back. So do not, please, please, please do not panic loan. Okay. Be strategic and be thoughtful if you're going to go down that path as a short term business interruption mechanism. But please, please don't just do it in a panic. Please make sure that it's planned and thought through and you're, you've written you know, a business case for it and you understand the implications of it as well. Now, if you have current loans, if you have current loans that you're thinking, I can't repay these anymore, I, I have no money coming in. It's about communication. It's about speaking to your creditors, whether they're banks, whether they're individuals, whatever that might be, to explain the situation and to see if they'll work with you. And that goes the same, in fact, for any of your vendors, making sure that you speak to them, you keep the lines of communication open, and you know you see if people can work with you still. If you're unable to pay them, or like I said before, if you need to downgrade services or anything like that, again, making sure that you speak to the relevant individuals to see what you can do there. So those things can all help as well. I understand, of course, that if the business has no revenue, it means that you personally probably have no money coming in now either. And that is incredibly, incredibly challenging, incredibly difficult. There are not tons of avenues open for that other than in the UK, things like universal credit and looking at the options for those types of things and those, those types of government supports. Of course, if you're sick with coronavirus, there's statutory sick pay as well to be looking at too. But if you're not ill, then universal credit is probably going to be the thing that you'll need to have a look at as well. 
So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.